0: All right, Dave. I got I got a question for you. It's I, I I think you'll like it. All right, let's hear it. How many players in the NBA are you taking over Jason Tatum right now?
1: Good question. Um I mean, I think you kind of just kind of have to go down the list. There's not too many of them, so it's easy to do. But... All right, let
0: me I'll I'll pull up the list for you. I'll pull. Up, I'll pull up the list of like uh, you know who's doing best in the league this year so far, and we'll. I'll give you uh, as uh, as Jim Mylock, friend of the friend of the program, does on his excellent Pot of Fame uh, podcast. You will tell me whether they are. You would take them over Jason Tatum or not? And I'm right. trying. I'm that's, just trying. Trying to good. just trying to vamp a little bit as I pull up this list.
1: I mean, I know one of them. Like, I'll take Jokic.
0: All right. Well, let's let's Obviously. let's. I'm going to on the list here. Uh, All right. Would you take Kevin Durant over Jason Tatum?
1: How much time are we talking here? Like, for their careers? or
0: it, The way that they are in this, I guess going for. I mean, going forward it's tough because, like, yeah, you would take him over LeBron going forward. But I feel like, you know, the nature of the argument is maybe for the next two years, I don't know. I, for comment. the
1: next two years, I would still say... I would take I would take Tatum. Yeah, I agree. just because I, I I have doubts about Durant long term.
0: I agree. Um, Devin Booker, easy.
1: I would take Tatum. Yeah, yeah
0: that's not a hard one at all. Um, Steph Curry. I would take Curry. Really? Yeah. Oh, I think you're bonkers. You're out of your mind. <laughs> I love. I would you, take Curry. No.
1: Just uh, him I, being on the floor, it changes the game so much.
0: And doesn't doesn't for Jason Tatum?
1: It does, but think about Curry's at half court.
0: But Tatum also has a decade on Steph Curry. He
1: does, yeah. And but Steph Curry's Curry, game is the one that is one that ages well.
0: Uh, I don't know. I, I would still take Tatum. Uh Donovan Mitchell.
1: Uh I would take Tatum.
0: Yeah, all day. Um so by the way, I still I take Tatum over all the guys we've mentioned so far. Um Well, let's just cut let's just cut the shit. Luka Doncic.
1: I would take
0: Luca. Ah, oh, you're out of your mind, dude. Oh, my God. I can't. I, look, I I love Luca. I really do. And I don't think it gets communicated because of the way I talk about Luca. But uh, it, it really is. J- it, I, I really think he gets too much of a pass on his defense. I think he gets way too much of a pass because he's, you know, he's a sensational scorer and a great passer. But he really gets a pass on his defense because he hasn't improved it and he's still wines and I know Tatum wines too. But Luca just does it more. And I'm I'm sorry. I just think that I think he gets too much of a pass because of that, A, and B because he plays on the team with no other playmaker, so he has to do literally everything. So that's just my gripe about Luca.
1: Yeah. Uh, I mean I think that's fair, but I think both players have like Luca's offensive game is probably like There's very few cracks in it. There's very few weaknesses. But like maybe Luka's shot is probably, his long-distance shot is still probably not where it needs to be at about 35%, 36%. I think you'd rather see that bumped up to 38 or 39%. But uh, I think Tatum has a lot of work to do on being a playmaker. So I think that's kind of like the next step for him.
0: That's fair. I also think, but I also think you could make a case that if there was a, a Selkie Award in the NBA, Jason Tatum would qualify for it every year. That's how he, well, yeah, absolutely, one yeah. of the best two-way players in the game, if not the best. I mean, Giannis, Giannis I'll cut right to the chase. Giannis is the only guy I'm taking over Jason Tatum. Only guy. And you wouldn't take Jokic? Nope. I wouldn't. I would not take Jokic hmm. over Jason Tatum.
1: Wow. So you'd only take Giannis. That's it.
0: That's it. That's it.
1: Wow. That's yeah. That's kind of crazy.
0: Hey, people call me crazy, but... I see Jason Tatum play every day. I know what he is. All
1: right, here's one for you. Would you rather have Kevin Love or Jason Tatum?
0: Where are we going with this?
1: Would you rather have Kevin Love or Jason Tatum?
0: In what context?
1: (laughs) Just for now.
0: For now? Probably Jason Tatum.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I, oh, I, th- I, I think... thought
0: you were—I thought you were like leading me into something. I thought there was like oh, a. No, no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> that I like that. Would you rather have Jason Tatum or Drew Holiday?
1: <laughs> I thought of the most random, like nondescript nondescript player I could think of in the NBA right now. Kevin Love comes off the bench and, bit, and shoots threes. And how
0: about Jason Tatum or Mike Conley? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Mike Conley—it's like on uh, Billy Madison. What's his name? <laughs> what is it? who is the guy he says? Oh, Rose. Would you rather?
0: Oh i don't remember
1: when he's like when i throwing the pickles at the window
0: oh oh it was no, uh, jack nicholson jack nicholson, nicholson.
1: yeah would yeah, would rather do jack nicholson and he's like or what's it what's the name and he's like jack nicholson now or in yeah. 75? 75 75 right it's <laughs> like that's the question you're asking
0: uh yeah i mean Jokic i, I could make I would make more of an argument for Luca than I would for Jokic, and I—I I mean, I know Jokic is the back is a back-to-back MVP, um, but so I guess I guess the I guess we are doing this as a going forward type scenario, and I would still take Tatum over Jokic going forward. I can see why you wouldn't. Honestly, I get that, but um, and I love Jokic too. I have no no problem with Jokic. He's a very complete player. The maybe, I mean. How, you could count on one hand better passing big men, maybe not even on one hand, maybe just not at all, because he's one of the best passing big men to ever play the game.
1: Yeah, I, I think all time passing big men. Like yeah. he's clearly the best passing big man in the NBA today. But oh, as far I, as all I, time. Yeah, I no, think. no, no.
0: Today for, for certain. But all time is when it gets to yeah, a discussion. Um
1: because he is yeah. so so, so some I'll, of the some of the pet. Pa- no go ahead. I was gonna say some of the passes you see uh, from Jokic, yeah. and honestly, I th- I think this isn't like meant to be like a promo or anything, but like league pass is maybe the best thing for any sport because you can kind of just check in on different games, and you gain such an appreciation for different players' games, even if they're not like a Nikola Jokic or Giannis or Tatum. There's so many really good players that play, and you see them like take off against different matchups. Like it's just. And League Pass is, like, probably the most affordable out of all the four major sports when you uh, get, like, the league League whatever it is.
0: No free ads, no free ads. But, yes, I think it's it's less than 100 bucks for League Pass.
1: Yeah, it's, like, $99 for League Pass this year, which is, like, outrageously affordable.
0: No free ads, but, yes. Um, <laughs> we both agree. Uh, league Pass, good stuff. And I kept thinking I was missing games tonight. Then I realized there were no games tonight. Good on the NBA. Uh, spoiler, we're recording this on election night. Um... What last one, Dave? Jason Tatum or Laurie Markkinen?
1: <laughs> Laurie marketingen now or five years ago?
0: <laughs> uh, combined <laughs> into, into <laughs> one person.
1: <or> Markkinen. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he went to Arizona, right? Yeah, he did. See, I remember something. So he's
1: playing. He's playing really well right
0: now. He actually is. I mean, he. I mean, I mean, we talked about it last week with Brandon, but uh, I'm sorry, friend of the podcast, de facto third host, Brandon Maxwell. Uh the, the Utah Jazz are the best team in the West, like, without really wanting to be the best team in the West.
1: <laughs> they score a ton of points, too. Yeah. They put up, I don't know what they put up against the Lakers last night, because I stopped following it after two and a half quarters. But they had, like, 101 points with five minutes left in the third quarter, I think. It was, it's, like, absurd.
0: It's just, it's crazy watching them. Like, I was watching them the other night against the Clippers, I think. And I'm just watching this team, and I'm like, first of all, it, it's an absolute shame that they're winning so many games in, like, the worst jerseys I have ever seen. Like, it, it's – those those jerseys are so bad. The black jerseys with, like, the highlighter yellow print, just inexcusably bad. Um. Uh, I've lost my train of thought because of how bad they were. But I'm watching them, and I'm like – I keep going back to the whole, like, they don't really have any – great players on the team. I mean, on paper, at least. Obviously, you said Markkinen's playing well, and he is. But on paper, like, the you know, Colin Sexton is really good. Uh, or good, rather. Markkinen, you know, they really have a lot of, like, lottery picks who have not proven their worth on the team.
1: And it, it's for people that follow the Celtics, and I'm sure a lot of people do listen to this because of where we're located in, uh, geographically, but... Like, this is the Danny Ainge experiment, which is what he did with the Celtics. When they weren't really trying to win, his big thing was, let me get all the talent I can get. Yeah. Let me get the guys that have those upside. And because we're not forcing ourselves to try to win games, we're not in in competition mode for the title, we're not trying to win a top-four seed, we can just, like, let these guys play and develop. And we have Will Hardy, who's a young coach. They had Brad Stevens at the time. Like, you have a young coach that helps... Develop players; they have the reputation for developing players. That's going to make a big difference, and you see it already with like Lori markinen and you see it with Malik Beasley, and you see it like with all these different guys that they have. They're working with them, they're developing them, and then like they did with Jordan Crawford with the Celtics years ago. Huh. You take a guy that has talent, and all of a sudden develops into a guy because he fits the system and a coach really works with them. And you got two second round picks for Jordan Crawford, who at the time when they got him, you basically could have gotten him for, like, free. You could have gotten him for cash. Yeah. And you're getting basically the, the value of a first-rounder for him. So uh, this is, like, the Danny Ainge model of how he does things.
0: And it's crazy, like, you have Markkanen, Sexton, Olenek, Beasley, Conley, Vanderbilt, Rudy Gay, Alexander Walker. I believe all of those guys are lottery picks.
1: I believe so. I mean, obviously, Gay is... Very much, much past his prime. But I, can't the, I, can't believe, I can't believe Rudy Gay's on. I can't believe.
0: I can't believe Rudy Gay's on the team. I can't believe he's still in the <laughs> NBA. Um, well, when
1: you when you make that eight million dollar paycheck, it's easy to go to work.
0: That's also fair. Um, but no, yeah, I, I mean, just guys who were picked in the lottery. Um, but like, it, it is crazy, like how these guys have been able to win games at all, and especially since. I, like you said, I know Danny Ainge puts together talented, like teams with talent, but this is obviously not what he wanted to see. Uh, I think he was trying to put together a team that could uh, go get Wembenyama instead of getting actual wins, but that's, uh, you know, his problem to deal with. But, uh, Dave, our topic today, I don't even know what it is because I said to you when you asked, you know, what should we do on the podcast this week? And I was like, you know, it would be cool. You just surprise me with a topic. You come up with something, and we will uh, we'll do it. And I'll be surprised. It'll be totally random. I don't even know what the title of this podcast will be. I will know by the end of it. But then Dave took it and swerved it and said, I'm going to give you three options to pick from, and then we can do an episode. Well, I'll tell you what, Dave. I'm going to swerve it even further. You're going to give me these three options, and Emily's going to pick the one that we do.
1: Oh, wow. Okay.
0: So Dave, Pressure's on Emily, then. The pressure is on Emily. Dave, what are our options?
1: So, I already threw out the first of the four options I had, because it was ranking the White Collar episodes, which you seemed to poo-poo in text message. So. I did,
0: because um, I like to watch TV shows that are enthralling and entertaining. <laughs> so, I have not stumbled upon that one yet. But I'm glad that you at least had the foresight to, to have a few other options as far as.
1: All right, so my first option was we do a TV show draft with mm-hmm. different genres, but, but with the caveat yeah. that we're ranking them for the best for the public. So we're trying to get yeah. the most votes on a Twitter poll rather than our favorites. That's a shame.
0: All right, that's option one.
1: Option two mm-hmm. is we pick we draft NFL and NBA teams, five mm-hmm. each, with different restrictions as far as one has to be a playoff team, one has to be from a different conference, and we have to pick to see who are the best finishes at the end of the year we keep track of points okay and we see who has the best finishes of the five teams okay and three would be an nba draft of 25 and under players
0: oh hmm i do like that one do you care you don't want to pick you don't want to pick I don't know what that means. You just keep shaking your head. You don't have a preference? All right. Then I then if Emily doesn't have a preference, I will pick. And uh, the one I like the most is the under-25 draft.
1: And for reference, too... I did no research and you did no research. Oh, so I have no idea. I'm I'm, off the cuff
0: here. I'm pulling all I'm doing. Literally, all I'm doing is pulling up Stathead and doing search for players under 25 in the NBA because I need to make that's sure literally what yeah. should, that's
1: what I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. I
0: just need to figure out who's under 25. That's pretty much it. <laughs> uh, all right. Let me see. I'm trying to see what the best metric would be. So under, I need to make sure they're active.
1: I guess wins, wins above replacement, maybe.
0: Uh, excuse me, Dave. Uh, don't you mean this? Wait, this is MBA, right? Yeah. So you mean a, a win Wind shares. <laughs> win shares? <laughs> not I, I guess wind shares. Would I'm be not trying preferable. to be correct. All right, age, uh, twenty four and under. Active. All right. I have a feeling who the top couple picks will be. I don't... Oh, okay, I get it now.
1: Uh, what? Look at that. My man, Luca is ahead of everyone in the field with win shares.
0: Hmm. Why don't you shut the hell up?
1: Point <laughs> eight above supposed top pick Jason Tatum.
0: Well, only point eight. That's actually not as much as I thought it would be. Maybe because he's a scrub. Yeah, but what?
1: you have to account for the defensive I'm impact Tatum out? has over Luca. And he's played one last game than Tatum as well. I
0: can't hear you. What <laughs> Oh Emily would have on the T V one. Um this is the best one because I don't need to do any prep for this. <laughs> this is my favorite. Um oh, I know you'd like this one. This is I don't know why I'm struggling so much to uh figure out the best way to put this together. Okay, and- there we
1: go. And I'll, and I'll tell you what, good because I am such an outstanding oh human being, gosh, I will gosh, let you pick first. Shut the hell.
0: <laughs> all right. You're such a gentleman. Uh, I'm thinking, um, I'm thinking Herbert Jones.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, don't knock Herb. He's a good player.
0: Herb is a good player. I believe he was, Uh, was he all rookie last year? I believe.
1: Yeah, he was. He was all defensive. I believe.
0: All, yeah, and he was
1: second team rookie maybe.
0: Wow, rookie and all defensive—that's pretty. That's pretty impressive.
1: He was in—he was in the running for defensive player of the year for a large part of the season.
0: So we'll do—we'll do six. We'll do a seven round. We'll do five starters, two bench guys. Uh, so I'll go first, and I, god damn I, I, I know what you're doing by making me go first too. It's like it, it's an olive branch. It's a nice thing to do, but I know what you're making me do. You're gonna make me take Luca. And let Jason Tatum go to you, um, but I know that's what you would want me to do. But I'm still gonna do it. Um,
1: You're hey, welcome, you to take Tatum. The guy that you supposedly said was the best guy to take.
0: Oh, he is. I think he is the best guy to take because he's a friggin' beast. It's interesting. No,
1: he's he's gonna be available at pick two. That's weird.
0: Well, you know what? I'm taking Jason Tatum because I don't care if I lose this poll. I know I'm right in the. I, I know I'm right in the ultimate. Uh, in the, in the eyes of our of our Lord Jesus Christ, I know I'm right.
1: Are we doing snake or are we doing back and forth?
0: I uh, will do back and forth.
1: Okay, that sounds good.
0: So you're taking uh, uh Jalen Green, right?
1: I will take Jason Tatum.
0: Uh, I took Jason Tatum.
1: <laughs> oh, I, okay. I'll take Luca then.
0: Oh, okay. You just want you want you just want to double up Jason Tatum. i <laughs> will take, take him.
1: Jason Tatum's offense. You take his defense.
0: Oh, that's very kind of you. Uh, because that's both. Both better to play than Luca. Uh, both players better than Luca. (laughs) Um, all right. Uh, I'm going to take uh John Morant, who uh that that guy when he gets a full head of steam, my God, he is very difficult to stop. Um, just an incredible player, very enjoyable to watch. He's a good uh at not again no free ads, but a great league pass player to watch uh, when your team isn't playing or if the Celtics are, you know, halftime and you want to grab 10 or 15 minutes of, of John Morant, just he's sensational. I mean, he can get up toward you know, it, the, the way he accelerates to the rim and the ferocity with which he dunks, he's one of the top players uh, coming up in the league. And I don't think there's really much debate. I mean, he's the, he's such a super, he's, he's a budding superstar. And, uh, he's a guy we didn't mention actually in the Tatum conversation. I would take Tatum over him, obviously, like we just did. But he's you know one of the best young players the league has to offer. So uh, John Moran's my second pick.
1: Yeah, that was I think that was probably a safer pick than even the first pick for both of us. I think he was the, the definitive third pick. Um, all right, so when we do this draft, mm. I need to understand a caveat here because that one pack do I take here? Are we assuming full health, or are we assuming their status Oh, no, you, right you
0: always assume full health.
1: Okay. okay, so if we assume full health, then I'm going to take Zion Williamson. Okay. Because if he's healthy, he's a top 10 to 15 player in the league when he's healthy, just how freakish he is. Of course. Uh, so I'll take Zion.
0: It's a good pick. Um, I like Zion a lot. Um, it's tough. I got a few guys I'm looking at here.
1: Once you get past the first three, I think there's a lot of guys you could take.
0: The question is, Dave, do I want to get crazy? Do I want to get absolutely nutso banana?
1: I think I know who you're going to take. Do you? Yeah. Well, me, okay, do you have your phone with you? Yes, I do. All right, I'm going to text you. Don't look at it until you make your pick.
0: Well, I, I, I have my pick in mind, so I want to see if you're right. That's my...
1: Oh, okay. All right, so you're ready, you know your pick? I do. Okay. I think you're going to take Anthony Edwards.
0: He is not Anthony Edwards actually. It might really? be it might be even crazier than Anthony Edwards. I'm taking Paolo Bancaro. Wow.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yes, sir. Wow. Okay.
0: I it's been 11 games and I am 100% sold on Paolo.
1: <laughs> you know how much I love Paolo too.
0: I know. Uh, Anthony Edwards was my next guy up. I love Ant, too. My guy's unbelievable. unbelievable. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I like I like what I'm seeing from Paolo a, a little bit more. I mean, again, I, I would go either guy right here. Um, but I think the spicy pick is Paolo. And don't we live for spice? I mean, Tatum, Morant, Paolo. Ooh. Ooh, we're off to a good start. Uh, although, I, I got to say, I'm, I'm very excited to see what Luca and Zion do together. That'll be a fun matchup. <laughs>
1: That would be absolutely wild
0: so Dave who's your third pick is it An
1: uh I've been looking at it I'm trying I'm debating there's so many good players it's ridiculous
0: it's one of the best things uh, about the NBA it's why it's so so captivating
1: is there is there another league that has this much overflowing young talent coming in consistently like
0: I mean you'd have to say the second one's probably the NFL right
1: Yeah, and like even then, we're talking about 32 extra teams and like 40 extra roster spots.
0: And honestly, baseball's probably last because the NHL, those guys get in the league immediately. Like, David Matthews, like they get in the league and they light it up like immediately.
1: Yeah, like it's it's insane when you're looking down this list, right? You have the same um, settings as I do on my stat head. If you go down through like 25 to 30, when you go to 30, there's still guys in the 30s that you're like, wow, this is crazy. And you go to the 50s, that's where Anthony Edwards is for wind shares.
0: Um I'm sorry, I missed it. I was looking at my phone. You're taking Kevin Herter, right?
1: Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. 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 Um I am going to take oh, man. I'm gonna take Anthony Edwards here. I just can't go. I can't not take him. He's so good. He's so incredible.
0: Well, see the thing is, is, I mean he's
1: scoring, he's just gonna be amazing. I
0: mean you can not take him. I mean, it's on the table.
1: I mean when you have when you have uh Zion, Anthony Edwards, and Luca. That is that is pretty good.
0: All right. Well, um I'm going to take the guy that I truly cannot believe is still on the board. Uh, I think I know who you're going to take. This is round 3. All right. T- you uh, Trey Young, th- aren't you? Trey Young, absolutely not. <laughs> I like I like Trey Young. Don't get me wrong, but no. Um I'm taking SGA.
1: Nice, yeah. He's been better this year, too. I can't believe
0: he's still on the board, honestly. I mean, he is such a sensation, and talk about a guy that you don't get to see ever unless you are got a league pass, because OKC doesn't get a lot of uh, primetime games. (laughs) Uh, Probably because they're not good, and they're going to continue to not be good for a while. Um, Unless they get Victor, then you never know. But... SGA is is a beast, man. I I need to start watching more of him. Like I said, no free ads, but I have a league pass now, so I'm going to try to catch more of the Thunder when they're on TV. And I would love to see more, you know, more SGA on my TV because he's he he has so much promise. And it is one of those, you know, trivia facts you can win money on. uh, Because I don't know if people remember he was drafted by the Clippers. Like, I don't know if people remember that. I don't. Know, uh, yeah, you and I he, do, but I don't
1: think people. Do. I, I don't. I don't think people will remember in ten years know. unless you like you followed it closely. That yeah. he came to the Thunder in a deal that gave the Thunder six for like six or eight first round picks yeah. rights. Oh, and, and SGA FFA, <laughs> and Gallinari in right. one trade.
0: Uh, I would. I would. I would classify that as a fleecing.
1: That is an absolute fleecing, because the Clippers aren't going to win a title. I don't think, but no. we'll see
0: uh yeah all right dave i believe the next pick is you
1: yes it is
0: um and again i just want i'm just looking out for you so i just want to remind you cam reddish is still on the board
1: it's funny because when you took uh sga i was about to tell you that ball ball was still on the board so
0: um uh daniel gafford also still on the board if you want him
1: that's big that's big um I'm gonna have to come back to him though I'm feeling I can get more value on that pick
0: like somebody like Isaiah Hardenstein
1: exactly so you you're catching on you're catching on good
0: um so you're taking Grant Williams got it okay
1: the next the next play I'm gonna take and man, I'm so hold torn on, on this. hold
0: on one quick side note Jared Allen is 24 years old isn't that wild you're kidding <laughs> you're joking right? Like the, uh, that's wild. That's a that's a I gotta uh, I got that's a that's a joke. That's that's gotta be a typo.
1: He's the same age as Jason Tatum. That's
0: rid- he looks like he's been yeah I think he's been in like ten years.
1: He plays like that. Oh my god.
0: Anyway, I'm sorry I didn't mean to interrupt. So you are picking Nick Claxton.
1: Uh, that's a good try. Uh, I am going to take. I'm trying to balance here the the potential versus like who people are. Because there there are two or three guys on this list that are like huge potential guys, mm-hmm. and you probably have an idea of at least two of them. Yeah. Um, but oh, I think you still have to balance like the the win now mentality. And like, so I'm gonna take I'm gonna take a guy that's not Nestleños. I'm gonna take Halburn, Tyrese Halburn.
0: I like that pick. He was on my short list.
1: I, I like Tyrese, Tyrese Halburn a lot. I think he's just like a winner. And he's just a really good player, he's a really good passer, good shooter, really good team player. I, I think he's fantastic and he would just be awesome on any team. He could fit on any team in any role.
0: And I know like I know saying I can't believe it is a strong thing because all this franchise does is do things that are absolutely confounding and baffling. I still can't believe that Nick that the, the Nicks, the, the kings traded him. It's wild. It, I just I can't I can't believe it. it it's really just like, it just makes no sense. It does. Uh, I like the Nick. I keep saying the Knicks, the Kings, <laughs> trading him. Although the Knicks might do the same thing, you never know. Um, but it, it's just like it. It was one of those trades that like when it happened, you knew it was bad. It wasn't like we're looking back now and we're like, all right, well, Halliburton was a fine player, but like, you know, they couldn't have seen he was going to become this. Like, it was a bad trade when it was made. Sabonis is a good player, but if you're talking potential and what these guys are going to be, Sabonis is a good player, but Halliburton has a chance to be, you know, a consistent all-star level player. Possibly. But the, the kid is another, I mean, he also makes the Pacers fun to watch this year, which is honestly, he should win an award just for that. So. Uh, and, yeah
1: and you're also like Sabonis is a really solid player and he's a great fulcrum for an offense like the top post and great passer and he gets a lot of rebounds but he's never really going to be a one two or a, maybe he might be a three on a really good team like but that's really all he'll ever be at best and Halburn plays the most important position in the league right now Which is you're either a wing player that can guard that can guard multiple positions. That's the hardest thing to find. Yeah. But the most important thing is to have a guy that can handle the ball at the end of the game, whether that's a wing player or a point guard. You need to have one of those guys, and Halliburton is one of those guys.
0: Yeah. You had me had me on the edge of my seat though, because I was like, I really don't. I want Dave to take my next guy. Thankfully, you didn't. Although Halliburton, I probably would have taken him if you didn't take if you took the guy I'm going to take now. Um, but. I want a guy who I can rely on in the middle, ready to scoop up those rebounds for me, a really athletic, future-of-the-NBA-style big man. So I'm taking Evan Mobley.
1: Man, that was one of the guys that that I was thinking about potential.
0: I mean, Evan Mobley, I think, is, you know, when you look at what the future of NBA big men can be, he is that guy, a super versatile seven-footer who can do so many things on the court. And, you know, like you said, the potential is there because, you know, he does have, you know, uh, he tends to get injured and he can get injured. I mean, every player can, but, you know, he has a, I guess a, you know, he, it happens. But, he, man, watching that guy play, he, he is so entertaining. And what he he can be the guy that could be that that turning point style player that, catalyst for the Cavaliers to be even better than what they can be I mean Mitchell and Darius Garland are obviously very important to it but if Mobley is that third guy in their big three you're talking about a team that can really make some waves they already have but you're talking you know it's all they're still very young so that's really the the, the what gives you a little kind of trepidation about saying that but Mobley is such a damn fun player to watch, and I think, like I said, it could be you know the future of what big men are like in the NBA. So, uh, Evan Mobley, my uh fifth round pick, still can't believe it, but fifth round pick.
1: And he's just, I mean, he's the future of the league as far as switchable big man who can guard five positions.
0: He's so long, too, he's so long,
1: yeah, yeah. and. Yeah, athleticism, mobility, and like when he eventually adds the consistent three point shot, which he's close to. Hmm. He's not there yet, but he's close to, and he's only twenty, so he's got plenty of time. But right. once he gets that shot down, like
0: ridiculous. He already
1: handle the ball. He's athletic, can guard five positions. He's a solid passer. He's not a great passer, he's a solid passer. There's, I mean, he doesn't even really have to score right now, which is the best thing for him because they have Garland and they have uh, Mitchell, and hmm. they have Kevin Love off the bench, who's Gives them some shooting. They have Isaac Okora. Like they have a good young team, but it allows Mobley to not have to do everything, which is a lot of times when you have the top three pick, like that's what ends up happening is they have to do everything.
0: Uh yeah. Um. So Dave, you are up next. You're rounding out your starting lineup.
1: All right. So let's see. I got. So I really need a big man. Honestly, I have. You a have Luca,
0: Zion, and. And Tyrese Halbert. Yeah, you might you might need a little height in this lineup. That's what I thought about my team too. I was like, you know, I got I have Jay and uh, and Paolo, you know, playing, you know, the two and three position. I get Shea and, and Ja running point, shooting guard. So I was like, I need Mobley to kind of shore up the, the middle of my lineup, so or the middle of my team. Um again, I I'm just trying to help you out, but Isaiah Hartenstein still out there.
1: I'm thinking I might run Zion as the five here and just run a really small lineup. Um,
0: I gotta say Zion against Evan Mobley is a very fun mashup to watch.
1: <laughs> that would be that would be interesting. I don't think I don't know if I would like that result, um, but
0: I personally I, would though.
1: I I think you probably would. That is true. Mm. Um, all right, I think I am going to take. Mm, I have one more guy that's kind of, like, potential over everything. Um,
0: not even joking. Jared Allen's still on the board.
1: I know. I'm so tempted to take him. I just think there's a limit to, like, his upside. I think some of these other guys have, like, an insanely high ceiling. Um... I am going to take. I'm gonna take Scotty Barnes from Toronto.
0: He was on my short list.
1: I love Scotty Barnes. And
0: you you had some great height with that
1: pick. <laughs> hey, he's he's relatively big. He's six seven or six eight.
0: Is he running? Is he is he your center, Dave?
1: <laughs> hey, Grant Williams plays center for the Celtics.
0: Yes, he does. That's true.
1: He's six six.
0: But is yeah, that's true. All right, I guess you're not wrong there. Still,
1: um, I like I like and, my chances
0: with Evan Mobley.
1: But I have Zion. He's six nine. That's good enough. Um, that's but fair. I mean, I think Scotty Barnes is. You got a real shot there at a guy that's going to be a Giannis Light type player, where he does everything, but he he really is just elite at most things, and he's really good at other things. And he's no one's ever going to be Giannis again, probably, just because of what a freaking nature he is. But the ability to kind of do it all and his ability to run the offense as like a rookie at six, seven is just absolutely wild to me. Oh. So I, I think with the elite defense, that's an easy, easy risk to take with another wing on, on the team that can guard every position.
0: Hey, I like it. I like Scotty Barnes, uh, your rookie of the year over Evan Mobley last year. Um, it's true. <laughs> It is a fact. Uh, All right. So now we're building our benches. And uh, this is an easy pick for me. To start off my bench, I'm going with Tyrese Maxey. Who, you're talking about potential. and he has real potential to be probably the second option on the Sixers behind Embiid. And, you know, with how often Embiid gets hurt, probably the leading option on the 76ers. I mean, especially with Harden out now. Um, I, I should have prefaced it with that as well, with Harden being out. But, you know, if the Sixers... Biggest issue obviously is health. I mean, their two biggest stars are guys who have failed to stay on the court consistently, in Embiid and Harden. And without those guys there, if you want to stay competitive in the East, you need a reliable third option and or a second option, whatever Maxi ends up being. But he is a a real force out there, scoring the basketball. The guy can put up points with the best of them. And if you know, I, I think him coming off the bench, he could heat up. Get some big shots, you know, give Ja or S G A or even, you know, maybe on some nights, Paolo, you know, give him some rest, switch in for them. Uh, I like I like Maxie as my sixth man.
1: Yeah. Um I think Maxi is an outstanding player as far as just as his quickness is just unbelievable. And I think he's kind of out of control at times, but that will certainly pass as he gets a little bit older. He's already been infinitely better this year, and as we know from Doc Rivers when he was here, if if he plays a young guy, it means they have real skill, because he refuses to play young guys almost at will. Like, unless you're a rebuilding team, and he knows it, which he's never going to do rebuild again. He's basically said it. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's a solid chance that you have some real skill if if you're playing this if you're playing under him. So. Uh, to see Maxi develop and flourish is kind of fascinating for both because the Sixers won't survive without him. They just can't. They need him. So, especially with Harden being out for a month now. Um, all right, so my turn. How many How many guys do you want to take? Do you want to do eight or ten?
0: Oh, I thought we were doing seven.
1: Oh, seven? That yeah. works too. So, we, you, to, have, you have
0: two more. I have one.
1: All right, two more bench players. All right, so... It's kind of interesting that Trey Young's still on the board.
0: I know, isn't it crazy?
1: It's it's interesting because like I still don't know if I want to take him.
0: Um, I, I just, I've I've never been high on Trey Young. I've never I just,
1: been. I just know that there's a lot of things I don't really love about him as a player. Like he is insanely talented on offense. Like he's an insane amount of talent, but I think it's overshadowed sometimes with his ability to just demand the ball at all times and his inability to play a modicum of defense just with his stature and his athletic ability. He's just not good defensively. And it puts so much pressure when you can't stop the point of attack. Like, that just totally caves in your defense. I just don't even know if I could take him. So, I'm just
0: going to – I'll just get a, I'll get a jump on it, and I'll just put a Mitchell Robinson for you.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Sure. Um All right, so I'm going to take – my next guy I'm going to take, just because he's still on the board, and that's insane to me. I'm going to take Desmond Bain let a
0: good pick. Yeah.
1: That, that's insane to me that he's still on the board. He is so good in a league that you need shooting and need big wings. He's absolutely that. He's a hundred percent great fit on any team. Can open up the floor. He's added a lot to his game. He can drive a little bit now. Uh, I'm I'm taking Desmond Bain. Easy easy choice here.
0: Okay, that's that's a that's a good pick. It's a good pick. Tyrese Maxey, by the way, the most minutes played of any kid any kid. I guess, kid, yeah, uh, player under 25. Anthony Edwards, the only guy who's played four in a minute so far this year. Uh, But I like that pick. Desmond Bain, really good player. Uh, He had an uncharacteristically bad three-point shooting performance against the Celtics last night, but other than that, he's been really solid doing it. Uh, One of the best ever, actually, so far through his career. But, yeah, um... I have no problem with that pick. You know, we got two Grizzlies off the board here, I think. Let me just do the math here. It's really rough math. I believe they're the only team that has multiple players taken.
1: I believe so. Yeah,
0: because no, no multiple Mavericks, Pelicans, Timberwolves, Pacers, Raptors, Celtics uh grizzlies we already have two no magic no thunder no cavaliers no sixers yet at least so um yeah so future's bright out in memphis they just need to kind of grow together um all right let's see what i want to do here my last pick what do i want to do what do i want to do this is very very it's very tough it's very tough uh, I am going to give you with, let me make sure I uh, find the right name here. <laughs> I didn't know there was an NBA player named AJ Green.
1: Yeah, Northern Iowa.
0: Uh, I'm going to take Jalen Green.
1: Wow, really? Yes. Wow.
0: I know. I, I'm, I'm a big shocked. F- You're shocked?
1: I'm shocked. How, why? There's so many good players left.
0: I know, that's the point.
1: There's Darius Garland, Mamella Ball, Cade Cunningham.
0: No. Yeah, the only guy I would take there would be Darius Garland. But I'm building an under-25 team, so I'm going...
1: Cade oh, is better than Jalen Green. Nah,
0: I don't think so. I think Cade I think has regressed so much this year already. That I, I I would rather take. The, I'd rather take the promise of Jalen Green than Kate Cunningham at this point.
1: I think Jalen Green has a lot of, a lot of problems with him.
0: Oh, you could take Kate Cunningham if you want. He's still there.
1: I may. I may.
0: Please do. I encourage it.
1: Where's Jalen Green on this list?
0: Of win shares, low because he plays for the Rockets.
1: <laughs> yeah, but is he Is he in the '80s or? Oh here he is eight ninety eight. So 898. Oh my god, him and Kate are right next to each other.
0: Yeah, they both play for terrible teams.
1: <laughs> that's hilarious.
0: Yeah. That's the they're thing. They're
1: literally one spot above each other.
0: That's the thing. They they both play for god awful teams. And they're also only they're also only uh, six points apart scoring wise.
1: That is wild. Though. Please, please I, I go don't... ahead
0: and tell me how much better Kate Cunningham is.
1: I think he's a lot better, but I'm not. I'm just surprised to see him right next to each other.
0: I'll tell you what, I'm not. Because <laughs> I think, again, maybe last year, yeah, if you told me Kate or Jalen, I'd be like, yo, Kate's going to be so much better. And he was. But I think this year, I know it's only 11 games, so it's a small sample size, but I think that there's been a pretty stark regression for him. So I, I was kind of scared away a little bit. Um, but when you make your last pick, we can kind of go through some players that didn't get drafted that uh, are still on the board.
1: You missed out on Tyler Hero too. Yeah, that's a real,
0: that's a real shame. I can't, can't wait to not pay that contract.
1: <laughs> um. All right. Let's see. All right. I have... already right, started writing
0: Cade. You don't want him?
1: I'm not gonna take Cade. Oh wow. Actually, I might. I might. Yeah. Don't erase it yet. Uh-huh. Um. Let's see. Uh-huh. Guard. Guard, guard, forward, forward, forward. Mm, I could probably use a big guy.
0: You, you might want to consider
1: that. Oh, man. I have another guy I want to take, though. Ugh. All right, I'm going to take Jared Allen. Okay. I was going to take Michael Porter Jr., and then I was going to take Cade, but I just think Cade is really, really good. I love Cade still. But Michael Porter Jr., when you watch him play – have you seen the Nuggets playing a league pass with him out there? Not yet, no. Oh, my God. His shot the other night, he had – coming around screens at 6'10", hitting threes. It's just, a, I mean, it's just ridiculous. He,
0: he really is one of the ultimate potential guys in the NBA because – I've
1: never – like, aside from Durant, I've never seen a guy that's that size that moves like that, that shoots the way he does. Well, remember,
0: until he had that, that back injury in college, he was supposed to be, like, the next guy. He, yeah, and, I mean
1: – it it's a it's a statement to say like that he had all those back issues and he had he's already had two surgeries I think yeah and he still went 14th overall guaranteed NBA contract in the lottery yeah that's how good he was he had multiple back problems and they still took him in the lottery it's
0: crazy man it's crazy
1: that's just how good he is because the NBA gets scared off by everything
0: yeah so he's up there so we'll run through some guys that didn't get taken we mentioned Trey Young uh, who, who was a left off the who's still on the board after we finished our draft, um, Kelvin Johnson also not picked.
1: Yeah, Kelvin Johnson is good. I just have, I just don't think the potential's there for him to be like a top three guy in a championship team. I think he's like four or five.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Kevin Porter Jr. not taken. Good
1: player. Don't like him.
0: Okay, Okay. Alright.
1: Well no, I, I just think there's a lot of issues there. I don't know long term how he's gonna be viable as far yeah. as he's had so many issues with like teammates and coaches and stuff.
0: Uh Franz Wagner. Good
1: player. Uh, I love Franz Wagner.
0: Not as good as Mo Wagner, but
1: No one can be. Uh
0: here's an interesting one that we didn't even mention his name was RJ Barrett.
1: That is true, yeah. He's a he's a really good player too. I just I don't know. I've never been an RJ Barrett fan, even when he's a Duke.
0: Uh what do you think of uh Benedict Matherin?
1: I love Benedict Matherin.
0: I pronounced that right?
1: Yeah, I th- I think he's awesome. I love to watch him in Arizona. He was a stud then, he's a stud now. I I think he's a like I think he could be a top three option on a championship team.
0: So the Pacers really need to hang on to him and Halliburton for dear life, essentially.
1: I think that backcourt could be like an all- old- A great backcourt for a long time for them. I think they hit the hit the jackpot getting both of them.
0: That's right. Um, uh, Anthony Simons. How do we feel about Anthony Simons?
1: I like him. He's so much like CJ McCollum. Like he's great scorer. It really is true. What else does he do? It's true. It just it's Dame and CJ part two.
0: Yeah, that's like
1: what it is, right? It's
0: how about uh how about Wendell Carter Jr.
1: Loveland love him. Love him. Another fleecing trade. I was Another gonna say fleecing. to
0: quote uh, to quote de facto third host of the podcast, Brandon Maxwell, uh the magic won the Vucevich trade. Oh they
1: did. Fleeced them.
0: Uh although he is leading the NBA in rebounds, so you know, it's a wash. Uh Jordan Poole.
1: Not crazy about Jordan Poole, to be honest.
0: Yeah, I feel like he's um uh I'm trying to think of a nice way to say it.
1: I think like, he's overrated.
0: He's like discount Steph Curry, yeah.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, he's got a lot of um, shake to his game. Like, he, he can create a lot of space, and he's got a pretty good shot, but I don't know, it's just, the defense is just, you saw it in the finals, not playable.
0: No, not not at all. I mean, he was, yeah, he was benched for part of the games. Like like, uh, Dave, what about Bones Highland?
1: I love Bones Highland. Like when you watch him play, that dude can just score the ball. Professional I, assassin.
0: I wanna I, I believe it was Sam who said that he thought which I thought was completely outrageous, that he said Bones Highland would make more all star teams in his career than Jalen Brown. And I'm like
1: <laughs> I'm like, all right,
0: let's not go crazy.
1: <laughs> oh my god, okay. Yeah. Uh I mean I, I think I think... uh, I won't even
0: say his last name to give him deniability, because that was such an outrageous take.
1: I I mean, I think both players... Like, if Jalen stays on the Celtics, I think there's likely to be a lot of years he's left off the All-Star team. Right. Being the second fiddle. Like, I think there's a lot of times you just don't really get the recognition. Like, I think with Middleton, you've seen it. Mm It took him years to get that recognition. And there's just, there's, you're always going to be kind of like one step away from being booted from the all-star team. Oh, that's true. And I think with Highland, it depends where Bones ends up. Like if he ends up in the Jordan Crawford role where he plays 35 minutes a night and he plays for the Nuggets and they're always really good, they're always a top three team, I think there's certainly a possibility he can make more all-star teams just from the fact of that. Yeah. But as far as talent and like, I just think Jalen's going to make an, probably six to seven to potentially ten all-star games wow and I don't see Highland ever scratching more than maybe three
0: how about a, how about a, i just lost where I was um oh no only a couple more so we can get out of here but Deandre Aiden not even mentioned
1: yeah he's good i I don't know i I've never been an Ayton fan on, on that i one like it I, I don't know i I think his offensive game is kind of limited and I don't think he's an elite defensive player and I just I just think when you when you get benched in a playoff game by your coach and they need you like that to me just says it all.
0: So my our last one which you brought up his name so I'm curious why you think he wasn't taken. Darius Garland. He was an All-Star last year.
1: I thought about taking him but I needed I needed the size.
0: It's true. So I'm surprised he wasn't taken earlier. It was kind of an oversight by me, but I'm also not like, I'm not crazy about him. I think he's a very streaky player. um. So I'm not really super crazy about him because you have him and Donovan Mitchell, who is also, you know, his own brand of streaky player. So that combined is not great news, but uh, I also like both those guys. So, you know, but it's whatever. Uh, Anyway, so our teams, Dave, are under 25 draft. You have Luca, Zion, Anthony Edwards, Tyrese Halliburton, Scotty Barnes, Desmond Bain, and Jarrett Allen. I have Jason Tatum, John Morant, Paolo Benquero, SGA, Evan Mobley, Tyrese Maxey, and Jalen Green. Um, somebody screenshot this, so I have it, so I can uh, maybe remember to post it. Um, I mean, like, I I appreciate you. I mean, I appreciate you trying. I do. Um. And after, especially after, I was kind enough to gift you Luka Doncic, but, um, you know,
1: I gave you the first pick.
0: I know, but I was I was kind of I was like, you know, I know Dave loves Luka, he's a big fan, um, but I can't.
1: Yeah, I know what you're doing here, <laughs> and I don't, I don't, don't like it. it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I gotta, I gotta make sure my guy gets gets Luka. Like, what is he gonna do if he doesn't? Um.
1: <laughs> uh, let's, let's, let's be honest here though like if you're if some if people say your team is better there's going to be one reason it's going to be that swing pick that third pick that that ja moran pick yeah because when you look at the teams the first player is relatively equal with luca and tatum but then like that second player like ja versus zion Shaw ja is better than Zion. And then after that, it's kind of equal as far as this right. hit or miss which depends on people's favorabilities. But, but also,
0: you you would get some votes because I think people also really like Zion and I think he has a lot of promise.
1: So they, they do. I mean, even the most ardent Zion supporters, like they're in the same draft. And clearly mm-hmm. to me, I think Zion has much more question marks. Even when he's healthy, like his ability to fit on offense with people. Is confusing at times with the limited jump shot and kind of the floor spacing model and he's probably better as like a like a Sabonis type where he's like like initiating offense probably but John Moran is just ridiculous with the ball that first step with the dribble is just absolutely outrageous when you watch it live it's just it, it's ridiculous
0: well that does it for our our u25 draft a great idea i'm sorry uh, yeah u25 right uh draft a great idea dave fantastic Uh, that was a very fun one um we did you know we do a lot of these you know u25 drafts i remember we've done them for so long that eduardo rodriguez qualified for one of them (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Was
1: was that when you did the all four boston sports
0: that was yeah that was our all all promise team yeah which uh yeah, well, to bring that back. Our, all, our Boston under-25 draft. Um, but, yeah, so that, that does it for this. Uh, you can catch us at CSL Podcast on Twitter, and we will catch you guys real soon.